Wow, Krivani, it was a nerve-wracking day. Walking in here almost 10 years after I left, um, I was anxious. I was very anxious. I'm not going to lie to you. And there was a lot of active listening that I had to do and a lot of people who wanted to hear what I was going to say. But strangely, after addressing the newsroom meeting, I felt this sudden burst of energy and I felt and so energized that I was actually battling to sleep last night. <laughs> yes. Yes. But your arrival in the news division, as much as your address to all of us on your first day was incredibly inspiring, your arrival in the news division comes in the aftermath of the campaign for editorial independence. How are you approaching this role and what sort of vision do you have in this regard? Let me start with just reflecting on what happened during that campaign. It was an important activity and the people who actually engaged in that campaign did a lot for South Africa. It was a necessary activity to to embark on. And in fact, I could easily say that I wouldn't be sitting here talking to you if it wasn't for those individuals who sacrificed their careers, who sacrificed their lives, who risked everything to make sure that dignity of the public broadcaster, especially the SAPC newsroom, is restored. Mm. Um, so for me, it, it's that. And talking about that campaign, at this point, I can easily tell you that the issue of editorial independence of the SABC newsroom is a non-negotiable. The impartiality of this newsroom, it's paramount. And that's what we're all about. And if you consider the profile of the South African population, we cannot compromise on any of those aspects if we are to be trusted as a news source. Mm. And in one of your the points that you made yesterday, you've entered... Africa's largest newsroom, something that many of us actually forgot. So whilst you, it's still fresh in your head, perhaps enlighten us on your plan for this newsroom. My plan for this newsroom, it's still evolving at this stage, but we're very clear about the brand of journalism that this newsroom is going to practice from now onwards. And in fact, there are elements of it already and you can see in the way stories are being told, in the way journalism is being practiced. So for me, it's, it's about continuing on something that's already there. So the issue of being forthright in the way we tell our stories, the issue of independence in the way we source our stories, the way we're going to be impartial in how we treat our subjects in the stories that we tell, talks to the trust that we, we want to, to, to build into our image and our mm. reputation as a public broadcaster that South Africans are going to be proud of. Mm. The key message that stuck with me in particular was keeping the South African public always at the forefront. Yes. Now's your opportunity to give that public a message. What, what would yes. that message be? What I want to tell the public is that we exist for them. We are not here to serve commercial interests. We're not here to serve political interests. And we're not here to serve 
interests of any particular groups. We exist for them. We are here to tell their stories in all shades that you can think of in the way we tell stories. And we're here to practice a brand of journalism that's sensitive to the context, to the times that the country is going through, and to the context in which South Africa exists, if you consider the continent, and if you consider global issues that are currently taking place. Mm. So that's a brand of journalism that we're going to bring South Africans. We are going to make mistakes, and some of them are going to be spectacular, Mm. but we expect our public to call us into order and to do that as things happen and not wait until it's very long then they say you have been doing this over time call us out as soon as you pick up stuff one of the things i know about you is your passion for the languages and and particularly your experience in in the inguni bulletins in particular what are you planning on bringing to the public broadcaster in really stamping the space of these important languages and their bulletins on our mediums? My point of departure in this case would be the fact that the dignity of any nation or the dignity of any society, of any group of people, it's intricately linked to the language they speak because it's also part of what informs who they are. And that's very important to me. It's one thing to say we'll provide you this thought-provoking journalism, compelling news content, if the quality of the languages in which we deliver that content is compromised. So it's very important that we pay attention, especially where we use translations, because you generate a story in English. So if you're going to translate that story into a different language in vernacular, you need to pay attention to the quality, the cultural nuances, and everything else that group of people cares about in their language. No matter what happens from here, you've already made history as being the first black woman of taking the helm as group executive of news at the SABC. How would you describe your style of leadership? That's a very tricky one. I have... Over years, read books on leadership. You have your seventh leadership, you have transformational leadership, you have all these brands of leadership. And I have decided that actually leadership is about people. And I love people. I care deeply about their experiences, their stories, their situations. And that's what gives me energy. So for me, it's more about taking a genuine interest in people. And if you look at how organizations are designed, organizations on their own are abstractions. Organizations are the people that populate them. They are the soul of those organizations. So if you pay attention to the people, you're going to get what you want. So we actually need a dose, a huge dose of humanity and kindness in the way we treat our people if we are to get and achieve what we want to do.